0: Hey everyone, and welcome to It's the Breakdown Podcast with D. Malone. I am D. Malone. I am so grateful that you are joining me, and I pray that you will share this word with someone you love. Today, the title of our lesson is Don't Worry, Be Happy. And I'm sure you might be familiar with the Bobby McFerrin song, um, but and it's an old song, uh, but in the song he says... You're going to have trouble, but don't worry about the trouble because that only makes it double. And I'm paraphrasing. Um, it makes it double. So don't worry. Be happy. The Bible tells us, be not anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, make your requests unto God with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understandings, shall Guard your heart and mind. So we don't need to worry. We need to stay happy. So before I go into this too deeply, let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much for being God. We thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you for the wisdom that you've imparted into us. And we ask you, Lord God, to give us understanding. Help us, Lord God, to understand, to digest everything that you're saying to us today. Help us, Lord God, to apply this word so that as we go throughout our days, we could remain happy. Father, we thank you so very much. We thank you for your word. We thank you for correction. We thank you for the instruction. We thank you for the edification. And we thank you, Lord God, for each and every individual that is listening. I pray, Lord God, that you would bless, comfort, and keep them. Open up their hearts and their minds, Lord God. Take away anything that would keep this word from falling on good soil so that you would water it and give the increase God we thank you guard my lips empower me Holy Spirit let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight let everything that I say be you Holy Spirit and not me let them hear your voice and not mine all these things in your sweet name Jesus we do pray amen so don't worry be happy. I know. For myself. How. When things don't go our way. Discouragement sometimes can start to try to rise up. Then with the discouragement comes. The, the, with the disappointment comes discouragement. And then with the discouragement comes the depression. And. In this season, in in this time that is coming upon us, it's time to take our joy back. It's time to delight ourselves in the Lord. It is time to be happy again. We don't have time to worry when the word tells us not to worry. Don't worry about anything. He says, why do you worry about the clothes and and the food if I clothe and feed the birds who do not toil they don't work they don't harvest they don't do anything but be beautiful so if I'm taking care of them aren't you more valuable than they are would I not take care of you And a lot of times we allow what didn't happen to, to take out the joy that has been implanted in us, you know, and, and I've even said this before that happiness depends on something happening, but there's a missing part. You know, we, we rely on things and people and, and, and outward things to, 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 bring in happiness but the truth is the happiness is already within i know like we're like okay let's go to our happy place but the happy place is on the inside of us it's not the spa it's not you know hanging out with friends it's it's not just those things And if we're constantly looking for those things to bring us happiness, we're going to always be chasing, as as Solomon says, chasing the wind. Because we're not looking for the happiness on the inside, we're looking for the external, the outside things. You know, going shopping fun we we like to have nice things and it's okay to have nice things but if that is where you go first to obtain your joy it's temporal it's very temporary and so the high the joy is temporary and then you have to keep going for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and even sometimes when, you, when you've purchased a few things, you get home and you're like, uh-oh, there's that buyer's remorse that sets in. Then the joy that you once had, the happiness, it's gone. And so when we look at, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that talks to us about being happy. But I want to give the definition of happy and then i want to share what the the synonyms for happy are so happiness or being happy says that we are hold on it says the quality of or the quality or state of being happy Good fortune, pleasure, contentment, joy. Now, when we look into the synonyms and the ones that stood out for me, I guess were the ones I was kind of like really looking for. But the ones that stood out to me was hopefulness, lightheartedness, rejoicing. Sanctity, but here here, here it goes, here it goes. Joy, (laughs) peace of mind, pleasure, prosperity, well-being. These stood out to me. Good spirits, blessedness, cheer, cheerfulness. So the ones that I want to point out the most and delight, how could I forget delight and contentment and enjoyment? So Paul, Paul was one of those people who said, I'm content with a little and I know how to be content with a lot. So he's saying that it's not bad to be in either place. But to be in either place, you must have Jesus. So to have the Lord is where the contentment comes from. God says, I am more than enough. I'm more than enough. I am the master. So when we think about having joy, having contentment, being content and being happy and having happiness, having joyfulness, it doesn't come from the outside. It comes from within. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. See, the world offers temporary joy. But the world didn't give us our joy, so the world can't take it. We have to give it away. And so when things don't go our way, we tend to give away the joy and the happiness. And when we start to worry, because we want to know every detail of where the Lord is directing us. When we don't trust him fully. When we don't trust him. We need to know every last detail because we need to be in control. The happiness goes out the window. And then we have to do something happening outward. To get the joy back, but it's like you still have it if you don't give it away. Don't allow the worries of the world to take away what I've given you. It's like the 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 seed and and the soil right the the ground, the good ground, so on the path, the path it gets. It gets uh, taken away. In the thorny ground. It gets choked out. But on that good. Good soil. That seed is planted. And it grows. So the seed is within. And it grows up. So the joy is within. The happiness is within. And it grows up. But here's. The thing, a lot of where the, the happiness and the joy and the contentment gets stolen, it starts in the thoughts and then the thoughts go into that feeling and then the feeling comes out in the outward behavior. So it does depend on something happening, but it's not just an outward external happening, but an upward and inward so our thought life our belief is and our and our and our focus what we're looking at those are the three things that either keep us joyful and content and happy or they or, or they will take it away or or let me say that again or they will make us give it away we'll come into agreement with whatever the enemy is attacking us with and say oh well i don't have that when you truly do and a lot of times we're praying and we're praying and we're praying and we're asking god to give us these things And he's like, I wonder, and and I'm not speaking for God, but in, in in my flesh, sometimes when I'm feeling that way, I feel like he speaks to me and says, but you already have it. You're just looking in the wrong place for it. It's like when you, when we lose something that we forget the last place we had it. When you, when you misplace something and you're like, man, well, where did I have it last? Where did I have it last? That's what we do with our happiness. We forget where we had it last. And we think that it's, it's an outward thing. So now I got to go and I got to do this. I have to go away to this island. I have to go to this place. We forget That if we take delight in Him, if we take delight in Him, delight is to be happy. If I'm happy in the Lord, then I'm happy. And nothing outside of me being in the presence of God and spending time with Him is going to take my joy. It's going to never be able to take away my joy. If I'm in his presence, if I'm in his face. Because see, the thing is, he wants us to enjoy our lives. So let me give you some scripture. So first and foremost, to trust him. That The, the Bible says, you when you trust in the Lord, with all of your heart, you're going to have some happiness. So in, in case you don't believe me, let me give you... Some scripture. We're gonna start with uh, Proverbs sixteen twenty. Proverbs sixteen twenty. Ooh, so good, and he states, "Those who listen to the instruction will prosper. Those who trust the Lord will be joyful." You'll be joyful. So now, the word right here is joyful. So we're going to have joy when we trust him, when we follow his instructions. So, in order to follow someone's instructions, you have to what? Trust them. I got to trust you to follow you. I can't just follow any old person. That's not going to work. Not for me. I got to trust that you know what you're doing, that you know where you're going. And so the thing about the Lord is that he's been here before. So a lot of the things that we're going through, that we're experiencing, he's done them. He's been through them. And there was joy in his suffering, even though it was not a toxic positivity, right? Like he, he even admitted, yo, this is hard. Like this is, this is. This is is challenging. This is a struggle. But he trusted God so much that even in his pain, there was joy. Even Paul said there's joy in suffering, right? We talked about that the past two weeks. There's joy in suffering. So now let's look at Proverbs uh, 3.13. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom. The one who gains understanding. So wisdom is found where? In Christ. He gives us wisdom. He says Hey, I have it. I'm going to give this to you. Wisdom is the tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. We inherited joy. Joy came along. With our new creation package. It, it came with it. The Lord wants us to have joy. Unspeakable joy. Let's look at, uh, I believe it's Psalm 119. And I believe, listen, this whole thing. Joyful are people of integrity. follow the instructions of the Lord joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts so God is like if you look for me you're going to be joyful you're going to have joy you're going to be happy you will be content why because he's more than enough He's more than enough. Uh, Psalm 119.35 says, Make me walk along the path of your commands, for that is where my happiness is found. 36 says, Give me an eagerness for your laws rather than a love for money. Turn my eyes away from worthless things And give me life through your word. That's verse 37. So, the joy that we are wanting to experience is through Christ Jesus. Without him, we can't have that. And as we serve the Lord, as we search for him, as we follow him, it brings happiness. It brings joy. We don't have to look for the outside things or the things of the world to bring us happiness. Now, again, he wants us to enjoy our lives. So I'm not saying that we cannot have, you know, go to the spa or take a trip. No, 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 no. What I am saying, and I will repeat it. Is that the joy comes from being in the presence of the Lord, from following his instruction, from, from knowing his word. Because when we don't learn the word of God and we don't meditate on it, when we don't hide it in our hearts, when those things come up against us, when the enemy comes in like a flood, we end up drowning in it instead of, Jumping on top of that wave or telling that wave, peace be still. When we don't have the word hidden in our hearts, when things come up to us, when we get attacked, when, when, when things don't go our way, instead of being disappointed, we can understand that this is happening for a reason. And we can see God in everything, which means we will see the good in everything instead of seeing the negative. And it takes practice. But there has to be a desire to do so. We have to want to do that. To take delight is to be happy. And he says, take delight. Take delight in the Lord. Be happy about who the Lord is. Is take delight in the Lord and He will give you your heart's desires. And that's Psalm 37 4. Now, we all want we have these wants and the and these desires. Some of them are godly, and those are the ones that He has given to us, those are the ones that He is faithful to perform. And so, when we think what we have asked him for, or what we wanted, didn't come to fruition, so we we were just like down in the dumps. he's like, no 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 no, I have something better. sometimes we want things that are too small or that are harmful for us, and he's like, "No, I'm not giving you that I'm going to give you something way better. he's faithful, he's loving, he's kind he's good he is a wonderful father and he wants us to have the best he is there's no one greater than God he's the best and sometimes we put other things in his seat and we want him to still do things for us and he's like but there's somebody in my seat you might have put your own self. Sometimes I put my own self in in his seat. Thinking that I know best. And I don't. And I've had those moments where I've been disappointed. And the disappointment leads to discouragement. And the discouragement leads to depression. And then it's like, okay, wait a minute. What did I just do? But it starts it starts with thoughts. So we hear, we see, we hear things, we see things, and then we, we believe the wrong things. And now we're in this place and it's dark, but he's even there in the darkness with us to pull us out. So we have to allow that seed of joy and contentment And happiness in Him to grow up. But it starts with our vision or our focus, our thought life, and our belief. Do you believe that God has great things in store? Are we only looking at someone else's life, comparing ourselves? Are we only looking at the things that didn't work out? Are we thinking about negative things? Are we th- or are we thinking about things that are right, true, honorable, pure, loving, admirable? Are we thinking about good things? Positive things? The psalmist says, "I take joy in doing your will. My God, for your instructions are written." On my heart, I will delight. And that's that's a uh, Psalm. That's Psalms forty, uh, verse eight, and then Psalm one nineteen sixteen says, "I will delight in your decrees, and not forget your word." That's when we have that word memorized, and we meditate on it and we hide it in our hearts so that whenever something happens we have a defense we have the armor of God Psalm one nineteen forty seven 47 says how I delight in your commands how I love them so sometimes if we are focused on the wrong thing if we have the wrong thought life and if we don't trust God, we end up in a space where we're worried and we're trying to control and we're trying to figure everything out. And God is saying, my darlings, my beloved, my beloved, I want you to know that everything you are looking for. Is in you. See, because we have the Lord and we have the Holy Spirit. We don't have to look outside in a negative, in a downtrodden. You there's we're not in lack. That's the enemy saying lies. We don't we don't supposed to have a lack mentality. We are royalty. And we are set apart so we don't do everything that the world does. And we may not be liked by everybody in the world. Why? Because everybody can't handle what's done on the inside of us. So if we change our thoughts and we change our focus and we believe in him and we look in the we look in the last place where we were last happy we will find that jesus was right there with us cuz he says i will never leave you nor forsake you even in your dark place i'm right there but we have to take delight in him first when you take delight that means be happy in him be happy in the lord So the happenings are changing our thoughts, changing our focus, and believing, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He never said, you need to figure it out in order to follow me. No, he never said that that never ever came out of the lord's mouth what we have been given we cannot look outside for it you know i've heard some people say even in in like in the marital um uh, space that the You know, each spouse should be happy on their own, not looking to the other spouse to provide their happiness. And it's true. The happy, you know, before I thought that happiness was so temporal and that joy was everlasting. But joy, unspeakable joy and happiness, delight, contentment can all be everlasting. Because they all happen in loving, serving, following, getting in the presence of the Lord. Doing his will. He says, I'll give you everything. I got, I got you. But when we try to step outside of him, it's when we fall into the pits of. And the the traps of the enemy. We have everything we need. He says, you have been equipped with everything you need. That's how good he is to us. That's how much he loves us. We can't go by the appearances of things when they don't look good. When they don't go our way. We have to go wait a minute. This is going my way. Because he's not going to harm me. He has good in place for me. He has a hope and a future. He's blessing us. Even in the spaces where we're upset or hurt. Or sad There's still a blessing in there We just have to look for it So don't worry Be happy Because he wants us to be happy Let me read to you Ecclesiastes 20 I'm sorry Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26 And there's another Ecclesiastes Uh Verse I want to read to you as well. Okay, so it states, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy to those who please him. But if a sinner becomes wealthy, God takes the wealth away and gives it to those who please him. Even this, however, is meaningless like chasing the wind. Now, what he's saying is meaningless is the wealth and, and just, you know, it's not that God doesn't want us to enjoy our lives. He doesn't want us going after money because money and trying to be wealthy is like chasing the wind. And I love that because a lot of times we, we, again, we put the happiness in Or when I get to this place, I'm going to be happy. When this happens, I'm going to be happy. When this person speaks to me, I'm going to be happy. No. You got to tell yourself, I'm already happy. I'm already happy because God loves me. And he's with me. And he said he would never leave me or forsake me. So I'm, I'm in a good place. So Zep- Zephaniah 3.17 says, For the Lord your God is living among you, Holy Spirit, our mighty Savior. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love he will calm you. So not only Do we get to be happy in him, but oh, we, he's happy with us. He's happy in us. You know, sometimes we're like, am I pleasing God? Is he happy with me? But this word says that he is taking delight in us as we please him. Psalm 1, verse 2. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. This is so important. And I know I stated it, but I just had to state it again. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. Psalm 1, one. Now let's look at Psalm 147, 11. No, the the Lord's delight is in those who fear him, those who put their hope in his unfailing love. So the happiness is because God loves us and his love doesn't fail. He doesn't fail. And we have to fear him truly. Trust him and love him. We will prosper as so long as we stay connected. We'll be happy. We will be content. We will have joy as so long as we stay connected to the source. God is in love with us. Being in love with him brings joy. Whenever we're in relationships and we're in love, we are happy. Sometimes we put on happy weight, right? (laughs) So God wants us to be in relationship. It's not about religion. You know, And people think, oh, reading the Bible is religion. No, that's relationship. I cannot be in a relationship with someone that I don't get to know. And although everyone doesn't may not have a manual or a book on how to understand them or how to to get along with them or how to relate to them God does and that's the beautiful thing about him is that he's given us a way to know how to be who he's called us to be and to be in relationship with him he's given us Emmanuel, hey, this is what I need you to do. This is what I want you to do. These, this is how we will grow closer. So he's already sent his son to be the sacrifice, to, to tear the veil, to, to pull us in back into relationship with him. But we do have some things that we need to do. We have to think on things that are right and true and honorable and pure and loving and admirable. We have to think on those good things. We have to trust in him. We have to accept him, receive him as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, first and foremost. And then we have to love on him. And you know the beauty of our relationship with him is that It's not a forced relationship. We have instructions. We have help. And then he says, here's free will. Choose me. But if you don't choose me, there will be things that will happen that I love you so much, I'm going to let you go and do what you want to do. But when you choose him, you'll be joyful. When you take delight in him, he takes delight in us. He says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So there's reciprocity in our relationship with the Lord that alone should stir up some joy that he didn't leave us in our mess. So I pray that this lesson has blessed you and that You understand and we understand how to apply the word of God to our lives. How do we change our thought life? How do we believe in God? How do we change our focus? It's all right there in the word. And so I pray that you are taking notes and if you aren't, The beautiful thing about this too is that you can go back and listen and write down some things that may have stood out to you. But this is the time because the world is wanting us to be downtrodden. The enemy wants us to be in the pit of despair, thinking and believing the lie that there's no way out. And that this is the end but it's not and I just want to encourage you to stay close get into this word and get into the presence of God make time for God at the start of the day make time for God speak to him constantly persistently seek him first seek his face And as I'm ministering to you, I'm ministering to myself, seeking his face and believing and knowing that he is more than enough. He's more than enough. And the joy, the contentment, the happiness, the peace of mind, the blessedness, the delight, all of these things will be ours, they are ours. But they will start to grow up because we're nurturing it. So they'll start to grow and grow and grow. And now the outside things will be extra. And it'll grow so much that it'll pour outward and it'll bless other people. So let us pray. Father God, we thank you so much for what you have done imparted into us you give us wisdom and knowledge and joy with your word we can take delight we can take delight in you help us lord god help us lord god to see that what we already have is within us and we don't have to look outside anymore but that we would look upward and inward And allow what you are stirring up and growing up in us to flow outward. Help us, Lord God, to understand and to see and to experience in your presence the fullness thereof. Thank you, Lord God, for being God. Thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you, Lord God, that we have been given joy and happiness and that thank you Lord God that you are more than enough you are more than enough bless us Lord God help us to keep this word and hide this word in our hearts to memorize it to meditate on it so that we have a defense against the enemy but so that when something comes we can stir up the joy And we could fix our thought life, fix our focus to be on you, and to trust you fully. We can't trust you halfway because that's not trust. We have to fully trust you, God. So God, we thank you. All these things we ask and we pray in your holy and matchless name. Jesus. Amen. So now y'all know. And in case you don't. I want you to be blessed. But more importantly. Be a blessing. And remember. That one of the synonyms for being blessed. One of the synonyms for happy is being blessed. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) So have an amazing day. I look forward to being with you. Yet again. Now, don't worry. Be happy. God has it all under control. We don't have to figure anything out. We just have to trust that He's already done it. See ya. I wanted to add uh, a couple more scriptures Psalm 144, verse 15. Yes joyful are those who live like this joyful indeed are those whose God is the Lord I also want to read Psalm 128 to you so it is Psalm 128 verse 1 and 2 so verses 1 and 2 how joyful are those who fear the Lord all who follow his ways. That means we act like him, we talk like him, and not even act, we live like him because when you act in, it's, it's temporary, but when you live like him, you follow what he does. When you think like him, speak like him, that's following his ways. So how joyful are those who fear the Lord, all who follow his ways. When you love like him, you will enjoy the fruit of your labor, how joyful and prosperous you will be so I wanted to make sure that I added those two scriptures to our conversation because I believe that they're going to help us understand like listen we're going to work and we're we may have some suffering but we're going to have joy in that suffering that He is going to make us prosper. And that doesn't just mean in the physical, tangible wealth type of things. Not saying that he wants us to be poor, but I'm saying that that's not the only thing. Okay, so that was Psalm 128, verse 1 and 2. And then Psalm 144, uh, I believe verse 15. Psalm 144, verse 15. So, I pray that this blesses you. Oh, one more. I'm so sorry. One more, y'all. Psalm 146. Psalm 146. Uh, The fifth verse. But joyful are those... Who have the God of Israel as their helper. Whose hope is in the Lord their God. So he's our very present help. Again we don't have to try to figure everything out. Just let God be God. Let go of the control. Surrender unto him. And watch him blow our minds. And we're going to have that joy We'll be content, we'll be happy, we'll delight in Him. It's a beautiful thing. So, I love you with the love of God. God bless you. Be blessed, but more importantly, be a blessing. I'll see ya.